1: Came a sound of rushing mighty wind. The Holy Ghost begin to be poured out upon all men. Wow. This, is this is that spoken by the prophet Joy. This, this is that spoken by the prophet Joy. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, said the Lord. Said they've had too much to drink. Peter said these men are not drunk as she supposed. He, suppose he commenced the preaching and the will began to flow. They caught up in and breathed, what shall we do? Repent and be baptized, every one of you. I, 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 see, that. I Joe. Oh, oh, see that spoken by the prophet Joe. Oh, spoken by the prophet Joe. Flowing. The still rain still falling, and the well still flowing. The promise hasn't ended. You can't dispute the facts. The fire still burning, just like the Book of Acts. He fills you with the Spirit, you will speak with other tongues. That's still the way that the Holy Ghost comes. Ha 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 ha! This is, this is spoken by the prophet Joe.
2: Everybody, Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Good to be with you tonight. I thought we were going to be preempted by a football game here, but we weren't. So it all worked out. Thanks to Rod and the and the great guy here at KDIX. He helped me out. If you're tuning in for the very first time, this is Pastor Bob Simons, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. We broadcast live on a AM station, and. Um, Right before I came in the studio, they were playing a football game, and I'm not a football fan, so I'm not really sure what's going on, so I'm not going to comment on that. But um, anyway, I was worried, worried that we'd end up starting late, but we got to start right on time. Good to have you with us. You can be listening to us, of course, on KDIX, 1230 AM, right here in Dickinson, North Dakota. You can be listening to us on KDIX's website, or you can also be listening to us on Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2. And the um, we've got a. Uh, um, I was just trying to upload some podcasts. Uh, my Dropbox is full, so I o- uploaded about six of them. Some new ones from the from before, and we've got a few more to upload. So when Brother Duran gets those cleaned out, we'll we'll go ahead and uh, get some more uploaded. We've got a lot of people listening already tonight. They're texting me. It's good to have. Let's see where do we start here. We've got. Um, Hmm. Where do I go back to here? We've got the Millers listening on their way home to Gulva, North Dakota, brother Griffith from great falls listening tonight. We have, uh, Yvonne and Marin listening down in Bowman, North Dakota tonight. We've got Thor listening, uh, Finlander, but he lives in Dickinson. Good to have him. Uh, we've got, uh, Brother Dale Jones listening out in Minneapolis area. Nathaniel Burling listening up by Park River. We've got Brother Blackshire, tremendous preacher also, listening tonight down in Rame, North Dakota. We've got uh, Josh and Laura, Joby, Davey, Jojo, listening in El Centro, California tonight. These are some friends of ours. We're coming down your way this week. I hope, hopefully, I'll get down to to Yuma. There, we're coming down to Phoenix, and I'm going to try to, if I can, drive down to Yuma. We've got uh, Tristan Loman listening. Oh, those are some people I miss them already. Hello from Lane, Melissa, and Tristan down in Arkansas. The Willis family is tuned in. We've got the evangelist Bill Farron listening tonight. We've got the Stoners listening. Good that they're listening tonight. Glad they're listening. You can you can text me and be part of this program 701-290-7862. How how does it sound out there? Is my mic sound hot or do I sound all right? I we've got uh, let's see who else is. We got all kinds of people listening tonight. So we've um, just appreciate all of you listening. You know, I'm going to I'm going to get to my topic in just a minute, but I want to just start the program tonight. I've got I got my guitar in the studio. I might do some singing tonight a little bit, but I do have um, a concern that doesn't have anything to do with my broadcast tonight, as far as my topic. But I just really am concerned about some changes since we've got a new president. And the main change that I'm concerned about is is this stance on abortion. Um, I'm really concerned about it. I, re- I really am. I I know that um, this is not something. I'm this is not sensationalism. This is not. Um, something that I'm pulling up uh, on some kind of obscure website, but uh, there are some definite changes to the uh, uh, laws, the federal ideas about abortion. And I mean, in the first couple days of this new president and I'm, I'm concerned about it. In fact, the CEO and president of Planned Parenthood is excited because he claims and he believes that Biden is going to overturn most of the restrictive abortion bans for federal funding on foreign and national abortion like there there has been something called the Hyde amendment that has been in place for quite a while i think for i don't know for sure you can check it out but i believe even through obama's administration and and bush's administration of course trump's administration and it is a a um a banning or a prohibition of federal funding for most abortions and that includes national and Funding for international abortions from us. I'm not sure why we're spending money to fund, why they would fund international abortions anyway. But, but now Biden has has said, even though he was for this Hyde Amendment, now he's he's turning and he said that he's wanting to abolish this Hyde uh, Amendment, and now the federal government is going to be funding abortions. I mean, not, uh, and I, you know, here again, I don't want to get into all of it because there's more to it than this in some ways, but federal monies are now going to fund abortion, and that has not been something that's really been going on, except in some certain cases. And I'm concerned about it. I really am. I, I know that abortion has been legal in most states in the United States for many, many years, but now for the government, the federal government, to be paying for it, um I'm concerned about the hand of God. I'm concerned about this. And here again, this is not my program tonight, but I want you to know that uh, Pastor Rob is concerned about it. I I, um, I I preached today about the book of Jonah, and I'm not going to preach that tonight, but I'm going to tell you in Jonah we, we read about how God s- sent a prophet to Nineveh, this wicked city. God was going to judge Nineveh. They were wicked. They were uh, uh, murderous uh, torturous uh the city was just a bloodbath of cruelty and i mean just it, it i i I told our church don't even look it up on the internet how wicked the city of Nineveh was. It was very wicked, but God sent a prophet named Jonah there, and there's a lot to the story but when they, when Jonah came, the people listened to his preaching and they repented, and that's certainly um a a wonderful um, outcome to a terrible situation. Oh, the okay. The Hyde bill was introduced in 1977. Wow, I didn't realize that. Brother Blackshear just told me that. But so Jonah preached to Nineveh, and Nineveh repented. But a hundred years later, Nineveh went back, and this time God didn't send a prophet; He sent a prophecy, and and God had given Nineveh an opportunity to repent, and they did, but a hundred years later, Nahum, the prophet, pronounced judgment on them, and they were destroyed by the Medes and Persians. Nineveh repented of their repentance. Nineveh returned like a dog to its vomit, and and actually grew worse than they even had been. So God didn't send them a prophet like Jonah, but he sent them a prophecy to read them their doom, which was now irreversible. And so the reprieve of God's mercy will will not be continued if the repentance is not continued. And if men turn from the good that they begin to do, they cannot expect anything else from God that he should turn from the favor that he began to do, that he began to show, and I hope that God is still sending prophets to America instead of prophecies. I really hope that because um it is concerning to me here again i'm i'm not I don't ever do anything political on this program I, I don't I, I stay away from that, not because um I don't have opinions it's just that i don't that's not what we're about here. Hmm, Got my guitar, let's see. Hey, we're going to talk about tonight the concept of predestination and how bad Pastor Bob hates that idea tonight. Before I do, let me read you a scripture in Jeremiah 9:23 and 24. Thus saith the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let, let not the rich man glory in his riches, but let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord which exercised kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. We know that the rich man Glories in his money no, the strong man glories in his strength We know that the superstar Glories in his fame Let not the righteous man Glory in these things Let him that glories Glory in the Lord Let him that glories, glory in the Lord For he knows his creator and the power of his word Let the righteous man glory in the Lord We know that the wise man Glories in his wisdom, and the sports fan glories in his team. Some people glory in the gold and the diamond ring. I'm gonna glory in the Know my Creator and the power of His Word. I've got to glory, got to glory in the Lord. We know that the supermodel glories in her beauty, and the singer. Glories and how they sing Some people glory In all their wonderful things But as for me and my house I'm going to glory In Jesus' name Glory Glory in the Lord I've got to glory Creator, and the power of His Word, I've got to glory, got to glory in the Lord. It's an old Lance Appleton song, Glory in the Lord. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show, I broadcast tonight, even though it took me a while to get started, I'm going to talk about how much I hate the... Doctrine of predestination. Does that sound deep? It's a little deep. Predestination is the idea that some people are predestined to be saved, and some people are predestined to be lost. Some call it Calvinism. One of the original men that perfected this diabolical idea was a man named John Calvin. Um. The founder, I guess you could say, of the Presbyterian Church, uh, many Lutheran churches believe in predestination of a type, and I know that uh, there are some scriptures that seem confusing about predestination. But I believe when you take all of the scriptures together, you'll realize that it is not true, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, come against it tonight. We're gonna t- attack it tonight on the Tell Like It Is radio show. And like I said, I know there are some confusion about it. I know that many times, this sounds weird, but many times people that think they're really, really smart, people that really think they have a high IQ, Christians that think they're really smarter than everybody else, sometimes they're the ones that become predestination people. Isn't that crazy? Uh, It's it's, uh, weird. But the idea of predestination, I believe, is an evil belief. And it causes evil consequences. Um, predestination, the idea of predestination is the root idea of racism, discrimination in, in um, different cultures in times past of slavery. In history, when you see places that practice, you know, slavery, racism, discrimination, uh, sometimes if there's Christian influence in that area, it's based on predestination. The idea of predestination believes that certain people are predestined to be saved, certain people are predestined to be lost, and because of that, slave owners could justify their belief that they could own another human because apparently they were not predestined to be saved, these slaves, but these slave owners were. Uh, There's no place for any type of this elitism, in God's kingdom, absolutely not. Um, there, you have to twist the scripture, and we're going to get into a lot of scripture today. Uh, you've got to twist the scripture to believe in predestination. You've got to twist the scripture to believe in discrimination, racism. You you have to twist the scripture to to justify it, because the scripture uh, you have to take. Uh, the Jewish cons, the, the, the concept of the Jews being God's, uh, you know, a people, God's, uh, special people. You have to now apply that to Christianity, which you cannot do in some senses. And we're going to, uh, show that tonight. I have debated over the years with predestinationists. Some of them are very smart. Some of them are very, uh, good debaters. Um, uh, they they will uh, talk in circular reasoning. They'll stay away from most of the Scripture. They'll just talk about certain Scriptures and try to zero in on those. Like I say, there are entire church organizations that believe it at their root. Uh, sometimes I'll even hear it in a Christian song, um, this idea that we don't have any choice. And I'm coming against it tonight. Let me read my opening Scripture, Galatians three twenty six through 29 For ye, he's talking to these people that lived in Galatia, and he said, For ye are all the children of God, by faith in Christ Jesus. For, as many of you as have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you you are all one in Christ Jesus. Jesus. And if you be Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. This uh, concept that all of us, whether whatever our nationality, whether we're male or female, whatever our social status is, that when we are baptized into Christ, that we've put on Christ, and now we are the children, the true children of Abraham. The door is open for everybody, including you that are listening to me tonight on the Tell It Like It Is show. Revelation twenty two seventeen, And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is athirst come. And whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. Tonight, um, if there's any Calvinists listening, any people that believe in predestination listening, if you know anybody that believes in predestination, tell them to tune in to the Tell It Like It Is radio show. I'll be right back after this song. this. That's Lance Appleton. That's old stuff. I'm going to play another Lance Appleton song in a little bit, but it's really kind of scratchy, but I, I like it so much I'm going to play it anyway. We've got uh, uh, we've got Sister Bretts listening in Kildare tonight. And we've got the, um, let's see, we've got Brother, um, let's see, who is this? Um, we've got Brother Johnson listening in Arizona. I'm going to be flying in there next Sunday night, I believe. We've got uh, Lori listening in South Hart, Zach and Leah listening in Fargo. Uh, let's see, who didn't I mention so far? You can text me tonight. Let me know you're listening, 701-290-7862. This is the Tell It Like It Is show broadcasting live tonight in Dickinson, North Dakota. And you are maybe listening in in Timbuktu, wherever that is. We're talking about how I'm against uh, the mayor of Leffer's listening. I always like that text. Um, I always, I don't know, the mayor of Leffer. You know, that's just about as good as the president, I think. Angela's listening, too. Good to have Angela listening. We're talking about how Pastor Bob hates the concept of predestination. And I want to tell you that God is looking for everybody to be saved, not just a few select people. Jesus said in Matthew 11, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So the only prerequisite for coming to Jesus is if you're worn out, sad, and depressed. Everybody like that can come to Jesus. John 7:37 in the last day of the great feast Jesus stood and cried saying if any man thirst let him come unto me and drink and so another prerequisite for coming to God is you've got to be thirsty that's for anybody if any man thirst of course it's talking about mankind men and women anybody children anybody that's thirsty for God if you're thirsty for God you can have it Jesus went on to say, He that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spoke he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. What's this saying? Anybody that's thirsty for God can receive the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you that God is crying out to this world, in Revelation twenty two seventeen, the Spirit says Come, come on. The Spirit's crying out, Come on. You know, um Isaiah fifty five one, he said, Ho everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. He that hath no money, come ye buy and eat, come buy wine and milk without money, without price, doesn't matter your economic status. God wants you. He wants you to come to Him. It doesn't matter. Rich and poor, it doesn't make any difference to God. He wants you to come. 2 Peter 3 and 9, the Bible said, The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but His longsuffering to us were not willing that any, any, any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. You Calvinists out there, I don't what do you do with that scripture? He's not willing that any should perish. God doesn't want anybody to go to heaven hell. He didn't, he didn't create people to go to hell. He created hell for the devil and his angels. People are gonna go to hell, but it's over, gonna be over Jesus' dead body. You know, He's not willing any should perish, but all should come to repentance. If you're out there thinking, I think I'm one of the cursed ones, I don't think God wants me. He, God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. You see, the Spirit of God wants you. You know, there, there is, um, uh, You know, I'm hoping to convince people out there tonight that you are not beyond saving. You are not, um, that God wants to save you. He doesn't hate you. He wants you to be saved. I mean, this is the reason Jesus came to this world, to die on a cross. Jesus Christ came to save sinners. I think I talked about that last week. Paul said, who am I? I am chief. He was the chief sinner. God wants you to be saved. Yeah, blessed are they, Brother Blackshear, that do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You've got to, if you want it, you can have it. Notice what Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 2, and verses 9 and 10, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, on the predestinationist says, "Oh, see, we're chosen generation." But let me just keep reading. A peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of Him who hath called you out of darkness into His marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. God is calling people. Out of Darkness. Yeah, that's the one. That's the Lance Appleton that sings uh, I'm a One God Apostolic. Somebody, who who is this texting me here? I don't know who this is, but the um, somebody from Tennessee. Yeah, One God Apostolic. Yeah, I can sing that song. Where's my guitar? Here it is. Live radio. You never know what's going to happen. Well, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a one God, apostolic, tongue-talking, holy, rolling, born-again, heaven-bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit. I believe in holiness, and I suggest you do the same. I was set free at a Pentecostal altar on my knees. Pardon me if I'm not ashamed to be a one God, apostolic, tongue-talking, holy, rolling, born-again, heaven-bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. Well, I'm a one God, apostolic, tongue-talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven-bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit. I believe in holiness, and I suggest you do the same. I was set free at a Pentecostal altar on my knees. Pardon me if I'm not ashamed to be a one God, apostolic, tongue-talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven-bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I taught my kids that song when they were just really, really little, and they knew all the words. I think they still do. Oh, looks like I'm featuring Lance Appleton music tonight. Let me play this. Text me tonight, 701-290-7862. The worst cuss word that you can ever use, using the name of Jesus. Cussing.
3: To cause me pain. But it hurts me every time. Well, you might mean nothing by it But I'm asking just the same Jesus means so much to me Please don't talk about my father that way He's the one who saved me He filled me and forgave me when I was just an outlaw on the street, he's the one who loves me, listen mister, he's the one who takes care of me, when I need help, my Jesus is a friend to me. I used to be a wanderer I was an orphan Just like you And I knew Someone must have Put me here But I had no idea who. I was tired of Doing all those Things that homeless Children do Jesus Christ Adopted When you curse his name, you curse me too. don't talk about my papa that way
2: the quality of that recording is not great but the the uh, I love that I, I love that please don't talk about my father that way Pastor Bob, to tell the link in his radio show, we're coming against the concept concept of predestination. God wants you, he wants everybody in his church. Rich and poor, black and white, Um, you know, Arab. He wants the Muslims. He wants the homosexuals. He wants the uh, criminals. He wants everybody. I I read one of one of the, th- the scriptures I opened up Revelation twenty two seventeen. If somebody ever called me to preach and I didn't have a thought in my head, I, let's say I was visiting a church and I was just sitting there minding my own business, and they said, Pastor Bob, get up here and preach. I'd I'd open my Bible to Revelation 22.17. I can preach for hours on just this verse. The Spirit and the bride say, Come. Well, I've been just telling you the Spirit's Now I'm going to tell you this. The bride says, come. God's church wants you. We want you at the New Life Pentecostal Church here in Dickinson. We want you. We don't care who you are. doesn't make any difference what you've done. It doesn't make any difference if you're purple, pink, or whatever color you are. It doesn't make any difference to me. It doesn't make any difference to our church. We don't care what your background is. We don't care what you look like. Uh, We don't care how old you are. We want you. There's room in our church for you, at least at this point. Our building will seat 500, and we're not even halfway full yet. The New Life Pentecostal Church here in Dickinson is not some elite group. It's a whole bunch of people that were called by God out of darkness into his marvelous light. Worthy and such were some of you that are listed in in Second in Corinthians or First Corinthians. You know this idea that oh, I went to church and they didn't want me there. That wasn't our church. <laughs> in fact, you've probably got a bad attitude. Notice this in Second Corinthians five eighteen through twenty. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. The Spirit says come. The Bride says come. We want you. Our next service is in, in Dickinson is Wednesday night at 7.30, 501 Elks Drive. If you're in um, Beach, Tuesday night, 7.30, Beach Community Center. Thursday night in Bowman, right on Main Street, Pentecostal Church there. In fact, this Thursday night, Pastor Bob's preaching there. I'm going down there. Pastor's going to be gone. And so I'm. He asked me to fill in for him. So if you're in Bowman and you want to get my autograph, I'll be there. <laughs> I, I, I'm not giving out autographs, but maybe I'll play my guitar. Who knows? I'll be in Bowman. My wife and I will be in Bowman this Thursday night. We want you there. We really do. We we just bought a church building in Beach where those guys are out there in Beach have just started remodeling it. They just started working on it, and uh, they are excited to do it. It's going to be so fun to have our own building and beach. But not only does God want you, but God's church wants you. Now, here's the problem. I don't believe in predestination. I don't believe people are predestined to heaven or to hell. And and even though, you know, this is not in depth, but I've read you scriptures that show that God wants you in his church. God's church wants you in his church, like we want you to come. But notice what it says, And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come. And let him that heareth say, Come. And let him that is athirst Come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. God wants you. His church wants you. But what about you? Do you want to come? See, here, with, here lies the problem. It's not God that's the problem. It's not God's church is the problem. It's the free will of man that's the problem. God wants you. We want you. But you have to want to. Well, that rhymes. Let me try that again. God wants you. We want you. But you have to want to. Jesus said in Mark chapter eight verse thirty four, and when he had called the people unto him with his disciples, he. Also he said unto them whosoever will come after me let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me for whosoever will save his life shall lose it but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospel's the same shall save it You see it's up to you You know it's it's uh you know it it's not up to God if it was up to God you'd already be saved if it was up to God's people you'd already be saved The reason you're not right with God is not God's fault, and it's not his church's fault. It's your fault. John 3.15 says that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It's up to you. It's not up to predestination. That's why God will be justified in judgment, because he's calling you. Maybe he's using this program one more time to call you. We have no promise of tomorrow. When you hear God's call, uh, go for it. Jesus said that he's the the bread of life. He's the living bread, John chapter 6. You know, it's up to you. to to eat it, drink of it. In John chapter 4, Jesus was visiting with a woman at a well, in verse 10, and he said, Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked him, and he would have given thee living water. And the woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? You see, it's up to you. It's not, you know, we're not predestined to be lost or saved. When, when the Bible talks about the, Jesus told the parable of those uh, at the wedding feast and the man that didn't have the wedding garment, and Jesus ended that parable, he said many are called, or when he said many are called but few are chosen. The reason we're not chosen is, is because we won't answer the call. God sends his call out. I was twenty years old when God sent his call out to me. It's a long story. I didn't I didn't save room at the program to tell it. I like telling it on the radio. I hope people don't get sick of it. But I was twenty years old, didn't know much about this Acts two hundred thirty eight message. I knew nothing about it actually. And God began to call me and I began to respond. That was 42 years ago, and I still consider myself so fortunate. Not one of those that were predestined, but when God called me, I said, yes, I'll go. I'll be what you want me to be. I'll do what you want me to do. When God called me, I repented of my sins. I was baptized, immersed in water, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the washing away of my sins, repentance and water baptism immersion. And I, for you listening on Holy Ghost Radio, I live in an area where most of the people here think baptism means sprinkling water on you. That's not the way they baptized in the Bible. The word baptism itself means to immerse. And when you repent and are baptized in the name of Jesus, Your sins will be washed away. That's what happened to me. And the Bible says, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And I was 20 years old, and I received the gift of the Holy Ghost, and when I did, I started speaking in a language I didn't even understand. It was a miraculous thing. That was 42 years ago, and it's still alive in me today. So whosoever will, will. And whosoever won't, won't. Let me try to squeeze this other Lance Appleton song in. Text me tonight, 701-290-7862. Lord, he's gonna see through.
3: I find my refuge in the Lord. He's gonna see me through. Well, it's so simple, it's easy, Been working since the world was new. I find my refuge in the Lord, He's gonna see me through. I find my refuge in the Lord, He's gonna see me through. Well, it's so simple, it's easy. He just follow what he says to do What Jesus said to Nicodemus He's gonna say to you Cause what he said to Nicodemus Well it sure is true you got to be born of the water got to be born of the spirit too they glance. you
2: be sorry, my friend. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. I'm thankful that you've been listening tonight. Thankful for all your texting. I am honored that you would listen to this program. Tonight, I just gave a a brief um, overview of why I'm against the concept of predestination and I think it's an evil doctrine. I think it's an evil teaching. I think it um I think it's a misunderstanding of scripture, and and there's plenty of scriptures that are I'm not going to say standalone scriptures, but, <coughs> but just even John three sixteen, which is probably the most quoted, most loved, most memorized scripture in all the world, teaches that whosoever will can be saved. God wants you, His church wants you, but you've got to want to. You know, there's a, um, Hebrews 2 and verse 3 tells us that there is something that if we neglect it, we cannot be saved. says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, certainly John chapter 3, where Jesus said, you must be born again, born of the water and of the Spirit, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him, of course, that's the apostles, Uh, Acts 2.38, Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He said, how are we going to escape if we neglect so great salvation? Well, we're not going to escape. You've got to say yes to the Lord. He calls us, but we have to answer one of the things I love about doing this radio show is I can offer you the acts 238 message and even if you don't accept it right now if somehow you can understand it when you're ready to accept it and please don't wait because we don't we don't have any promise of the next hour we're living in some strange times in our country i i uh, I believe we are i'm not I'm not a sensationalist I really am not um, people wished I would be more of a sensationalist I'm not But I'm telling you, we are living in some interesting times that are unprecedented in anything I've ever seen in my 62 years. And I believe that this old world, is there's some changes coming. And we better grab a hold of this plan of salvation. You know this this um, you know I, I just uh, you know I, 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 I'm not sure exactly how to end this program, but I, I've been just saying it through the whole thing that that you are the weakest link in the plan of salvation. Your free will has to be surrendered to God. God wants you to be saved, His people want you to be saved. The reason we're doing this radio show is because our church wants you to be saved. You know, I've I've tried to over the years, I, I try to um I, I try to think about what are my motives for doing what I do. Like what are my what what are Pastor Bob's motives, for instance, of doing the Tell It Like It Is show? Now I'm going to tell you, you don't know maybe don't know anything about me, but I own a business here in our Dickinson area that has been a very good business for me. I've made really good money at it. It's a siding and window business. Um, I've done real well at it. I don't need money. I'm not telling you I'm rich or a millionaire, but I don't need any money. I I don't do this for money. I don't even draw an income from the church as a pastor. We don't ask for a penny on this radio show. Our church pays for the time on the radio show. So why am I doing this? Like to become famous? Really? Do you really believe that that's do you think that I really think that? Like I've I've been around some pretty gifted orators to long enough to know that I'm not one of one of them. I'm not. I don't feel bad about it, I'm just not. The only reason I'm doing this is because I want you to know that this plan of salvation Being saved is not about belonging to a group. It's about believing a special message. Being saved is not just not about belonging to our church here in Dickinson. It's about believing and obeying Acts 2.38. Peter said unto them, Repent, be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's why we're on the air. That's why we moved to Dickinson. There wasn't a church that I knew of that was preaching that message when I moved here. I wish they all were preaching that message. Well, Pastor Bob is getting ready to sign off tonight. I didn't really get, I didn't, I was going to play my guitar more, but I didn't. But anyway, maybe next time. Um, As I mentioned, our next service at 501 Elks Drive is... 7.30 Wednesday night, Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock is Sunday school, 11 o'clock is our worship service this Sunday morning. We have Gary Blackshear preaching in our 11 o'clock service, and so you don't want to miss that. Um, I appreciate all, all of you that are listening. Lord Jesus, tonight, as we close the program, I pray that somehow people will realize that you want them, your people want them, but God, it's really going to be up to them whether they are saved or not. And I just pray that you help them to see the power of this personal responsibility. God, it's up to them. Help them, Lord, to get away from this concept of fate and this concept of, of predestinationism and this idea that there's just a, a few people or an elect group, but, God, that it really is whosoever will. We just pray tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. We're going to finish up with one more Lance Appleton song, which we've been featuring tonight. He's he's passed away, but he wrote some pretty neat stuff, and this is one of his songs that I do some singing of. Uh, listen closely to the words, Lord willing. Uh, the Tell It Like It Is show will be back next week for another program.
3: My name on the roll I got Jesus in my heart And salvation in my soul It's a long road Yes, it's a long road Well, it might be a long road But I'll make it to the city someday Now, don't tell me no story About reincarnation I've never seen a holy cow Look anything like my Lord There's just one rebirth no imitation. Yes, you can have it today. It doesn't matter who you are. You just got to get your feet on the rock, your name on the roll. You get Jesus in your heart and salvation. And your soul takes the long road. Yes, you take the long road. Well, it might be a long road, brother, but you make it to the city somehow. Salt Lake City, yeah, they got a good choir, but listen, brother, that is not the place. The place of my salvation is just outside Jerusalem, yes, and there's more than just a lake, there's oceans of His saving grace, I'm glad I got my feet on the rock, got my name on the road. There's only one. I